0: Hi, I'm Janda, and welcome to Behind the Song, where we take a deeper look at the lyrics of classic rock songs that have provided the soundtrack to our lives. In this episode, we dive into Heroes by David Bowie. A song that became nothing short of anthemic in his lifetime and continues to be held close as a sort of epitaph by superfans after his 2016 passing, Heroes is just one of the many songs in the Bowie catalog that holds special meaning. Before we get to the lyrics, let me set the stage with the players and the place in which they were conceived. The title track to the hero's album, wholly recorded in Berlin, one of three albums that Brian Eno of Roxy Music helped write and produce with Bowie, along with the Low and Lodger albums. Experimental, ambient, showcasing Bowie's early embrace of electronic elements. The Heroes album reflects a richly creative time in Bowie's career. Some of the most innovative music in his entire canon, Bowie called this triptych of albums his DNA. I mentioned Brian Eno, who moved to Berlin specifically to work with Bowie after Bowie left his thin-white Duke persona behind in Los Angeles in 1976. He had developed a cocaine problem in L.A. and was questioning his sanity. Berlin, he said, was like a safe haven. Berliners didn't pester him for autographs. It was cheap to live, and he was broke, even after the success of hit songs like Fame and Golden Years. So, to Berlin he went and lived above a car repair shop. And that's where he wrote this album. His friend, Iggy Pop, came to Berlin as well. Now, Pop was struggling with his own issues, and the two of them were each other's supporters on what would become a life-changing directional shift away from old demons and into new, groundbreaking territory. Bowie on his trio of Berlin albums, and Iggy on his two solo albums, The Idiot and his best-known work, Lust for Life, both of which Bowie produced. Here Bowie found himself, musically and personally. He was by this point divorcing his wife Angela, and his longtime assistant Coco Schwab was stepping in to fill a role of stability in his life. She, by the way, one of the most unsung heroes in rock and roll. In a place literally divided between east and west sides at the height of the Cold War, with the military always in plain sight and shots firing overhead, an austere environment as far away as could be imagined from the glitz and glamour of the high life. It was just what he needed. He reinvented himself in this melancholy place again. Back to Brian Eno. On this album and the other two works he produced with Bowie in Berlin... Eno employed the use of something that he and Peter Schmidt, a multimedia artist and teacher, had created just a couple of years before, called Oblique Strategies. Now, Oblique Strategies is a deck of cards containing a thought designed to help musicians break through creative blocks by encouraging lateral thinking. The artist would go to the deck of cards, pick one up, and there he would read an aphorism like this use an old idea or state the problem in words as clearly as possible or only one element of each kind. What would your closest friend do? What to increase? What to reduce? Are there sections? Consider transitions. Try faking it. Honor thy error as a hidden intention. Ask your body. Work at a different speed and so on. You can still buy a deck of Oblique Strategies cards today, or you can download them on an app on your smartphone, or just ask Alexa to tell you one. This approach to overcoming musical writer's block fit with Bowie's longtime use of cut-ups, something the Dada artists used in the 1920s. That's where you write a linear thought on a piece of paper, like, I see the sky and there is a rainbow, And literally cut the words up and rearrange them which could then give you something like a rainbow is there see the sky and I cut-ups and oblique strategies may account for the sudden appearance of dolphins in the song heroes to be sure now the rest of the lyrics are pretty straightforward the swimming like dolphins could swim line seems to stand out that said Bowie was working to save dolphins and whales as early as 1972, when the Spiders from Mars headlined The Friends of the Earth Save the Whale Benefit in London. But dolphins were a recurring theme in Bowie's life. He tattooed one on the back of his leg in the 1990s, with himself on top, riding the dolphin, hand outstretched, and holding a frog. He said this tattoo was done as a confirmation of the love he felt for his wife Iman, and by and large, of the knowledge of the power of life itself heady stuff. He also allowed the song Heroes to be used in the end credits of the 2009 documentary film The Cove for Next to Nothing, because the film shone a light on the practice of hunting dolphins in Japan. So the dolphin represented some kind of freedom for Bowie, we assume. The first part of the song goes like this. I will be king, and you will be queen, though nothing will drive them away. We can beat them just for one day. We can be heroes just for one day. And you, you can be mean. And I, I'll drink all the time. Cause we're lovers, and that's a fact. Yeah, we're lovers, and that is that. Though nothing will keep us together, we could steal time just for one day. We can be heroes. Forever and ever. What do you say? I wish you could swim like the dolphins can swim. Though nothing will keep us together, we can beat them forever and ever. We can be heroes just for one day. Imagine the scene at Hansa Studios back in Berlin. A recording studio so close to the Berlin Wall that it was nicknamed Hansa by the Wall. It was 1977, and Bowie and Eno were playing at oblique strategies and cut-ups. Bowie, the rock star, struggling to overcome psychic burnout, and Eno, the creative experimentalist, working out their musical brain power with a deck of thought starter cards. Enter co-producer Tony Visconti to the scene. Visconti, a New Yorker who worked with Bowie off and on for almost 50 years, from Bowie's second album until his last, Black Star. Visconti described the feeling of recording in a war torn country as challenging, to say the least. The studio was about 500 yards from the Berlin Wall, and red guards would look into the control room window with binoculars while they were recording heroes. The second part of the song goes like this I will be king, and you will be queen. Though nothing will drive them away, we can be heroes just for one day, and we can be us just for one day. I can remember standing by the wall and the guns shot above our heads and we kissed as though nothing could fall and the shame was on the other side. We can beat them forever and ever. Then we could be heroes, just for one day. Where nothing and nothing will help us. Maybe we're lying, then you'd better not stay. But we could be safer, just for one day. On the album, Bowie, Eno, and Visconti's method was to record the music as instrumental tracks built in layers at first, in a way that would later inspire the melody and the lyrics. The clanging sound throughout the song is actually Visconti banging an ashtray he found in the studio. Some say the song was meant to be an instrumental. Robert Fripp, the guitarist from King Crimson, who was brought in to play guitar, certainly provided soaring, heroic guitar solos for the song. But Bowie found inspiration for the lyrics when he saw two people kissing by the Berlin Wall as he looked out the window at Hansa Studios. Those two were none other than Tony Visconti, who happened to be married at the time, kissing backup singer Antonia Mas, who would meet by the wall to rendezvous with one another. Now, Bowie didn't mention Visconti's role in inspiring this song until many years later, when he told Performing Songwriter magazine, I'm allowed to talk about it now. I was not at the time. I always said it was a couple of lovers by the Berlin Wall that prompted the idea, but actually it was Tony Viscotti and his girlfriend. Tony was married at the time, and I could never say who it was, but I can now say that the lovers were Tony and a German girl that he'd met whilst we were in Berlin. I did ask his permission if I could say that. I think possibly the marriage was in the last few months, and it was very touching because I could see that Tony was very much in love with this girl. And it was that relationship which sort of motivated the song. So Heroes is about a married American producer having an affair with a German backup singer. It's an us-against-them love song written with the Berlin Wall as a backdrop and a symbol of division, of East and West Berlin, of Bowie's struggle to write his own inner ship, and of the impossible nature of falling in love, even when you're not supposed to. Bowie played this song at Live Aid in 1985 and at a very emotional performance by the Berlin Wall in 1987, which was followed by major rioting in East Berlin. The wall finally came down two years later. When Bowie passed away, the German foreign office tweeted, Goodbye, David Bowie. You are now among hashtag heroes. Thank you for helping to bring down the wall. Bowie also performed the song at the Concert for New York organized by Paul McCartney in 2001. By that point, New York was Bowie's hometown, and the song was a tribute to the first responders, the firemen, the police, the rescue workers involved in the 2001 World Trade Center attacks, and to the city at large. When Bowie passed away in 2016, he had already recorded his last album. One might call it his own requiem, the masterpiece, Black Star. But for me and many other fans around the world, Heroes will always be the track that speaks from our hearts to the icon, the Starman, the Dame, the Thin White Duke, Ziggy Stardust, Aladdin Sane, Screamin' Lord Byron, Jareth the Goblin King, and David Jones, with the line We can be heroes just for one day. I'm Janda, and this has been Behind the Song. Check back for more episodes on songs by artists like Tom Petty, Fleetwood Mac, The Rolling Stones, and more classic rock and roll.